Welcome to Music Matters Podcast with Daryl Craig Harris, talking about all things music with celebrities, artists, music business insiders and more. Welcome to Music Matters, a podcast series about all things music. Today's special guest is Mayu Wakisaka. Mayu is a well-known, award-winning singer and songwriter based in Tokyo, Japan. Along with having her own hit records, Mayu has written numerous global hit songs for many well-known J-pop and K-pop artists. Those artists include Twice, TXT, G-Friend, GOT7, and many, many others. Please welcome Mayu. Hi, Mayu. How are you doing? Hi, good. What about you? I'm very good. So you're in Tokyo, right? Yeah, I'm in Tokyo. It's been a year since we've last played in Texas. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, we did uh, South by Southwest. What, what year was that? Yeah. It seems like it was, it was, what, five, six years ago? Yeah, 2015, I think. 15 yeah. or 14. Yeah, that was fun. We did a, we did a Japan night, <laughs> which was great. Yeah, yeah, we did it. Yeah, it was fun. So how, how, have, um, how have you been? I know Tokyo has been, obviously, you're dealing with the COVID stuff and all that kind of thing. But um, has that affected yeah. you song, songwriting-wise? Or how, is that, how has that worked for you? I, I'd say like half and a half. But at the same time, like writing-wise, I do miss writing with people. But with the, the technology, I get to do like Zoom sessions, Skype sessions, like receiving track and doing top line. So right. yeah, I'd say half-half. But uh, definitely... I definitely get bored sometimes. <laughs> yeah, it's hard. It's hard being isolated. I think, you know, as a songwriter, you kind of need stimulation. You need to be out getting motivation for stuff, right? And kind of being locked in the place is kind of challenging. Yeah, like especially with somebody, like working with somebody, if I get stuck, like the other person might give me a better idea or like we could just go out and have like a hamburger, come back to the studio. Yeah, that was something that I missed this year. <laughs> Originally, I know we met, yeah, some like some years ago now. It's been almost, I guess, 11 years ago, maybe, maybe longer. And um, yeah. you, you had just acted, at that point, you had just come back from Los Angeles because you were going to school there. Which, which music school did you go to? LA College of Music. It used to be LA Music. Oh, okay. And that was, uh, and that was studying with guys that were actually in the music business really doing. It wasn't just, just college professors, right? Actually, a lot of the, the faculty there are like working musicians. Uh, the vocal department had Tierney Sutton. She was like, she was getting nominated at Jazz Grammy almost every year. And oh, right. yeah. I, yeah, we were working. Like I turn on the TV and the guitar department teacher is on the Grammy performing with Tim, Justin Timberlake. The next morning I bump into him at the Starbucks. <laughs> so it was a cool environment. Yeah, that's kind of LA in general, yeah. right? Hollywood, like that. That's kind of the fun part of it. You're, you're, you feel like. I mean, I went to Musicians Institute, and I felt like I was actually in it. Like I was with guys that were actually doing it. And for for a student, that's the best way. You're getting the real world experience, right? Yeah, 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 definitely. Um, originally, you were studying to be um, an attorney. Is that correct? Yes, I I went to law school for one year and I quit. Um, <laughs> I think it was a good decision to make because I don't really see myself anymore as an attorney. Mm. I even suck at my tax report and stuff. So (laughs) (laughs) I could have killed somebody or like somebody innocent in jails. Yeah, you avoided all that. Um, (laughs) That's good. I guess that's a good thing. Uh, How many years were you in uh, Los Angeles? About around four years. So two years in school and then retaking some classes about one year and then like performing and also retaking partial classes and then yeah 
What, what um, you, of course, you went there because... Oh, so I, I went back to Japan actually right after the earthquake. Oh, okay. Yeah, so it was like one of the most difficult time to go back, but like somehow, yeah. Yeah, yeah we were actually, when that Japan earthquake... Yeah, you were there. Well, we were actually, yeah, strangely enough, we were on vacation in Hong Kong when that actually happened. But when we came back, yeah, it was a really weird time and it, it took about a month uh -huh. for us to come back. Yeah. Um, but yeah, mm -hmm. we met at the Pink Cow with our friend Tracy. Who has her club in Tokyo, mm -hmm. <laughs> which is a great, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's a great place. Um, when, what got you originally interested in songwriting? Did you start really young with that, or how did how did that happen? Actually, I didn't write anything up until I was like over twenty. Oh. I won some like singing competition, and I uh, so when I was twenty, I won Yamaha hmm. Yamaha singing competition, and one of the ARs there told me like over twenty. I won't be able to survive without writing a song. Oh, yeah. And at that time I was 20, so I started writing. Then I started like writing songs from like folklore, very sparse, easy. And that's where I started. Mm. What's in the songwriting? I mean, you've been super successful, and, and we're going to talk about some of the groups that you've been working with in, in recent uh, years. But mm -hmm. um, songwriting, is that, is that really a collaborative thing for you, or is it something you mainly do on your own? How does that work? I have like two different things going on. So I have my, I still have my artist stuff. Like that's only for me. Mm -hmm. And because you have a career as an artist also. Yeah. Yeah. So that's mostly me, only me writing. I'm down to collaborating, but all of the time, like me sitting in the bathroom or like me getting bored at home or like, you know, getting depressed. And I go to the piano, start writing a song. That's how things happen. So a lot of it comes from me. So yeah. writing for, J-pop and K-pop, I really need a collaborator only because I don't really have, I don't have nothing to start from in a way. That stuff is very rhythmic. It's a lot of it's dance music. So you kind of need, maybe you kind of need like the groove and kind of the vibe, right? Before you get yeah. started. It's not like really writing ballad stuff so much. Yeah. Unless they need a ballad, piano ballad, that singer songwriter, I really need a collaborator that gives me the beat and the, the maybe the scenery or the picture of the girls or boys. Yeah, singing and dancing. What's um? What's some of the groups? I, I I know Twice is one of the groups that's been very successful. What's what's some of the other mm -hmm. groups that you've been working with? Yeah, uh, Twice, Oh My Girl, uh, Oh So, TXT, Got Seven, mm -hmm. and like a lot of others. Uh, for J-pop, I did Misha, Kananishino, mm -hmm. Gospelers. Hey, say jump. Yeah, there's so many. It, it's fun because like that music, I mean, I was exposed to that, of course. I lived in Tokyo for four years. That's how we met. But mm -hmm. um, that music is just fun, right? It's like fun dance. like, And it's been yeah. now it's made, it's, it's make, making itself around the world. Yeah, it's, it's more theatrical in a way, I think, mm -hmm. compared to American pop. Is there a difference between writing uh, for J-pop and K-pop? Is there a different thing or is it the same or how, how do you approach it? It used to be a lot different, but now, no way, it's getting a little bit more similar. But um, because you have a lot of the same same folks working on both both genres, right? Yeah, same folks, but at the same time, like top lining wise and melody wise, it could be due to the language. But I see mm -hmm. a lot of difference between K-pop and like maybe like mainstream J-pop. Yeah. And when you write, um, so, I mean, I, I, I don't know. I'm just asking because I, I would assume K-pop is in Korean, right? 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's in Korean. So I, I usually write it in English. And okay, then that's what I was going to ask. Local lyricist. Yeah, it's really not like a direct translation. They have to kind of rework some of the phrases and some of the, I would assume, right? Yeah, it's not even like reworking. They, they change the title of the song. They... It's amazing. Like they keep the melody, hmm. but then the concept and the title, like everything is changed sometimes. And sometimes like they keep the original title, they keep the, the catchy words and stuff, but sometimes hmm. it's totally different. It's, and it's amazing. And sometimes the chorus is the chorus can actually be in English, right? I, I know they, that was a J-pop thing. You would hear the the Engl or the uh, Japanese language that all of a sudden the chorus would kind of be like, "Oh, it's English." <laughs> it's funny. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. English keywords is 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 very important. That's the catchy mm -hmm. part, I think. Yeah. Yeah, it gets everybody going. And we worked with uh, I think AKB48 was one of the groups we did with, when I was with Cirque. They came and did a show. And it was, it's funny because some of those groups have a lot of members, right? <laughs> it's like it's not just a five piece thing. Not, not some of the, all, all the latter groups, they have like 48 members, like AKB48 and SKE48. It's all 48. Yeah. So yeah, it, it, it is I know, crazy. it's crazy, right? <laughs> it's like, can you imagine, imagine going on the, yeah, I know, imagine going on the road with, <laughs> with that many people. Like they do all the, the whole reunion thing or union thing, like all the three letter group getting together. They even have like Jakarta 48, like Hong Kong 48 or something, like all over the world. Ah. Because I would imagine too, that's pushing into China and, and all those countries. I mean, that's I know that genre has become gigantic. I was talking to a friend of mine um, in Finland, and actually, her daughter is a huge, huge fan oh. of Twice. And I, I said, "Oh, you know what? That's funny because I have a friend. That, yeah, I have a friend that writes with them." Um, and part of what you've been doing too is you've been traveling. I mean, before COVID, but you've been traveling, doing songwriting conferences mm -hmm. and, and that kind of thing in different countries. Can you tell yeah. me a little bit about that? So, talking about Finland, Finland is actually how I started writing. So as you remember, I was, yeah, I was a singer-songwriter uh -huh. on the piano, singing that, like sad, emotional song. And then you introduced me to the, yeah. the, the Sony staff over here. And then they asked me if I'm interested in writing right. for other people. And I said, well, why not? So they booked me in the writing camp in Finland. And that, yeah, that's where, that's how I started. And over mm -hmm. there, I met like amazing talent producers and started writing. Yeah, Finland actually is, you know, a lot of people know Finland for the heavy metal bands, but actually mm -hmm. Finland, Sweden, and even Norway have a really huge pop oh, scene. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Max Martin, who's written with, with or produced mm -hmm. many, many household names, Christina Aguilera, all these different people, Brittany. Um, he's, or he's from Sweden. My friend Maki Komanen um, is a big pop guy in, in Finland. And it's interesting because I, every country has its, they have, you know, pop is sort of pop, but every country has its own flavor, right? Is that something that, that's fun for you to play it's with? It's definitely or? fun. Like, I sometimes, uh, yeah, like Italian pop sounds very Italian. J-pop sounds very J. <laughs> yeah, there, there, is a, there is definitely a difference. Yeah. Is, there, is there common themes in J-pop that, that people tend to like? Or? It's usually about, it's a lot about love song, <laughs> like bubbly love song but uh uh k-pop for k-pop it used to be a little bit more bubbly but now they talk a little bit more in like different stuffs too so the groups are getting much more so it's not just bubbly um j-pop something seasonal happened too like you know that the cherry blossoms so that the around the spring they love the song that has a cherry blossom keyword in it <laughs> yeah right 
That's funny. Yeah, it's interesting because I mean, like, it's in a way, it's a formula, but but also too, there's a lot of really creative stuff going on with with J-pop, K-pop. That's actually affecting even like the Western songwriters, right? And the, how they approach writing music. Uh huh. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, I think so. I think it could be because that it seems like that 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 um that genre has become so popular around the world. Do you hear Do you hear from fans kind of everywhere? Or how or How does that How does that work for you? Or are you kind of behind the scenes? How does that kind of happen? Well, that's also one of the, the difference between K-pop and J-pop. So I do get more fan reaction from K-pop fans for the song that I've written. So like me in LA in like 2019, like doing shopping in Alhambra, listening to the song I've written. <laughs> that's <Yeah>. crazy. <laughs> Yeah, that's actually um so when we did the thing um with for Sony, we played it actually also that was part of our thing we did in um Austin for, for South by Southwest. Mm-hmm. Um you're actually one of your songs or two of your songs were on the Sony play uh or Sony device, right? The music device yeah, that Walkman. became as preloads. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the Sony Walkman, um, the new digital one. Um so how did that happen? Did that, how did they originally hear f- about you f- to to do that f- on the on the devices? So it's it's a it's an interesting story. I I think I I don't know how I was on taxi. Do you know the taxi? Yeah, the music distribution. Yeah. Yeah, like somehow I had like a free taxi subscription for a limited time. Oh, okay. So I was browsing through a taxi and they were looking for like so something that's in like MP3 player looking for a song for preload. And right. I just sent the song without knowing it to Sony. I somehow I thought like it's some yeah. like some smaller target stuff. I was yeah, like, yeah, you don't think it's gonna be like a huge brand. <laughs> yeah, something like kids friendly stuff. But then then like Sony contacted me and I was like, was it Sony? Yeah. So I mean that was I mean, and also too, that's kind of was was a big introduction for you, right? To to people yeah. um as a songwriter and as an artist. Yeah, it was and so. the timing was pretty good too. So the, the Sony staff in the States, they didn't even know that I'm a Japanese. Yeah, uh, yeah, because yeah, you you're singing. I mean, well, your English is good, but your singing too oh, is like you. perfect. Perfect. You don't you don't hear any kind of an accent. Yeah. Um, which is uh, it's kind of great to be able to walk in both worlds, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah, I, I sent it from LA. So they thought I, you know, I lived. I mean, I was living there, but they didn't even know that I'm a Japanese. And when the release happened, I went back to Japan. So I go to like electricity store, like Yamada Denki or like all these, yeah. you know, big camera. Big source, yeah. yeah. And then like, yeah. And the Walkman, I walk into the Walkman space and my song is on. And sometimes like they had like the poster of me as a promotional yeah. Yeah, kid. So it was, it was really good. I felt, I felt so good coming back to see something that I've done in the States. Yeah. And it's, I mean, the thing is that that's so competitive. I mean, even just no matter where you are at being a songwriter, being a published songwriter, mm-hmm. um, just getting your name out there. Right. So that's such a great calling card yeah. with such a, a big company. Mm-hmm. And that's actually a funny story uh, because way back when I was playing with you and I, I sent, we, we did a video. I used to always video stuff and I sent it to our friend that, that was with publishing with Sony. And uh, he wrote, he, it was funny because he's, you know, he's kind of, he's seen it all been there and the Japanese um, gentleman, and uh, as soon as I sent that video, next day he messaged me. He's like, I want to see her. <laughs> so I was like, that's pretty. Yeah. And he's the one who yeah. booked me into the, the, the Finland Finnish camp. Oh, okay. Right. Yeah. 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 So we're still working yeah. together. We're, we're still working together. That's good. 
Yeah. Yeah, he's a good guy. Yeah, he's yeah, a good he guy. is. And all he, yeah, and he's also the guitar player from the legendary band. I, I actually didn't know about it like until like a year later or something. Oh, I didn't know that either. I didn't know he was a musician. That's funny. Yeah, he was. He was. He actually was. Like, I probably have seen his video when I was in like high school or something. <laughs> it's funny. Yeah, they all then they get they want a day job and they want to stay in music. So that's a good place. Yeah, publishing mm -hmm. and it's interesting too because you know a lot of people um they see the pop artists and that kind of thing, but they don't realize like really, I mean, as a working person, as a making a living, like the money is really is in the songwriting and the publishing end of it. Um you know, from a long-term standpoint, as we, we call it mailbox money. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you, maybe you don't want to go on the road when you're 60 or 70 yeah. and that, that publishing is going <laughs> to, is going to really save yeah. you. Um, so, and as you, as an artist, what's been going on uh, happening with that? Are you still writing as an artist and putting your own name out there? Right. So I took a little break when I started writing for like K-pop and J-pop, it kind of got a little bit difficult to switch between two different mentalities. So I yeah. took a little yeah, and plus you're super busy too, right? Yeah, yeah, I was busy too. So I took a little break and then I felt like like last year, no, 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 2020 is gone in my brain, I guess. Everybody. Yeah, I know, yeah. <laughs> we just, we'll just yeah, erase that. <laughs> 2019. So I, I felt like, okay, now I get to afford some time for myself. So I mm -hmm. restarted writing and released a song last year and then actually there are a couple more coming from a korean label uh, my own stuff yeah and that's cool and you've actually and you've really started doing you you mentioned before we started that you're starting to work a lot more with korean labels and korean um the korean market just seems like it's just booming for music yeah yeah it is and, and also like they've been looking into the international market for over a decade or even longer so like finally their plans started blooming. It's great for timing for you too, because obviously you sing well, very well in English. And that's maybe that, is that challenging for them to find artists there that they can work with that, that can do that, that can do both? Oh, you mean like for Korea? I mean, Language wise, like, yeah. No, it's actually, they can find anybody over there. Like Korean language education is next level. <laughs> oh, okay, can, okay. That's yeah. good. Interesting. Yeah, K-pop singers and just sing a little bit better than j-pop bands i don't know where it's ah. coming from but no offense i, I think j-pop is getting better and also like we have different promotional team right yeah so yeah so a lot of japanese boy bands they also like act more and also they're in like like musicals and stuff commercial mm. when k-pop bands are they act too, but they're more focused on the music side. So that, that's a difference. Okay. Like a lot of the bands, they have like a couple of members that speak English. If you look at Blackpink, they, I think most mm. of them speak English very well, so much better than I do. And you also, I mean, you also have Japanese that come over from the States, right? That go over there directly to try to become J-pop stars. The people that grew yeah. up speaking English and Japanese even as maybe as a second language. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so it's, you know, yeah. And I know we, we I ran into those folks too. I lived in, in uh, Japan. Mm -hmm. um, the language in Japan, it's, it's interesting. Like people kind of, they kind of think, you know, like in Tokyo, there's a lot of people that do speak English or do speak some English. When you get outside of Tokyo and some of the smaller towns and stuff, it, it gets more challenging <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> for, yeah, for yeah. as a Westerner. You know? uh -huh. 
Japan's fun. I mean, I, one of the things that we used to do a lot of was there's so many clubs in Tokyo or around Japan where you can play singer songwriter stuff. There's a yeah. lot of that available norm normally. Mm -hmm. um, is that something that you've always enjoyed doing, playing the clubs? Yes, I, I enjoyed playing the clubs in Japan. But um, yeah, with COVID, now it's a little bit more difficult to do that. So yeah, I started course. doing like online streaming live from my own studio here. Okay, everybody's doing that, right? Yeah. <laughs> do you enjoy? Do you enjoy doing the live streaming thing? Is it's kind of a different different world, I guess. But yeah, it's different. But I also I like live streaming from my house because I can start late. And... <laughs> yeah, there you go. You do your own, <laughs> own schedule. Yeah, like I and like sound check, it's so much easier since it's my place and I like me just yeah. it's just my finger sound check and like, yeah, so yeah, it's, it's in a way casual and nice, but it doesn't have for singer songwriter like me, so it kind of substitute playing at the club, but at the same time, it doesn't have the wow moment or like top player doing an amazing song. Like, wow, it doesn't happen at home. <laughs> Yeah, it's funny. Like it's funny not getting the feedback right for the audience <laughs> so much. Yeah. What's uh, coming up for you, songwriting wise, project project wise? Like, what's the next couple of things that you're going to be working on? Um, I have like some releases coming out, so I'll just post it because it's all confidential. So I'll post it on the Instagram, and mm. um, a couple of original songs of mine will be released from a Korean label. So I'll. Yeah, I'll advertise that on Instagram and Facebook, Twitter. Yeah, it's a, one of the songs um, that's coming out. I've actually written it on the freeway in LA. Oh, okay. <laughs> I remember I was like dr driving probably on 10, like very straight. And then and the GPS started saying, I continue straight. And okay, I felt like, okay, maybe I shouldn't write a song about GPS. And cutting it straight into what if I go ahead into and I started singing, driving straight. And yeah, that's how it happened. <laughs> it's funny. Hey, you know what? You never know, right? That's guys talk about like they'll be, yeah, it's like you said, using they're sitting, sitting there doing their thing, and all of a sudden this magic thing happens. Sometimes that's the biggest songs, stuff you can't you can't plan on. Um, yeah. And it's funny because actually one thing that we I noticed you had posted on your um your Facebook page is that some of your groups have hundreds of millions of views on YouTube. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I, what was what was was that was that twice? I'm not sure which one it was. They had 250 million. Yeah, it, it uh, is twice. Yeah, yeah, twice. Yeah, Maybe yeah, like TXT song. Yeah, take TXT song probably have like 100 million views too. I think I uh, it was crazy, right? <laughs> Yeah, I mean it's awesome though. I mean that that's a, and the, the, what's cool about that is that stuff makes its way around the world. It's not just in Asia; it's it's everywhere. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's awesome. And, and so, how can people find you uh, online? I know you have Facebook and and Instagram and all that stuff. What's the easiest way for them to to um, check out what you're doing? For English speakers, in Instagram. I mostly Instagram on in English. Twitter mostly Japanese because uh, I don't know why, but uh, maybe like Twitter. Yeah, like somehow like Twitter is in Japanese. So I guess like Instagram is the easiest place to follow me. I started Clubhouse, but I don't know how to use it. So. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I started TikTok too. <laughs> like that's like, you should actually probably do TikTok because that's all I think a lot of fans are there. But um, so and on, on Instagram, is it, is it Mayu? Is it just Mayu Akisaka or how do they, what's the name? Yeah, Mayu Akisaka. But there are two Mayu Akisaka, but the one with like barbie doll anime looking i don't even have my photo over there but uh yeah the anime looking mayu Akisaka, that's me okay cool 
Yeah, it has, yeah, it has an anime face of me. Okay, yeah, and I'll, I'll put that information actually on the end of this video and on the podcast. We'll we'll put all your links and and all that stuff. So cool. thank you so much for joining us. I you have so much like so much we could talk about, and, and maybe we'll do another one down the road when you have your own when your, when your own release comes out. Yeah, yeah, I'd love to. Because I'm a huge fan of your songwriting, even just just your stuff that we used to play. Um, those songs are they're timeless and they're they're I think that they will really work in any language because the melody's great. And you're you're also a great singer, which I which I uh, I'm a fan. <laughs> Aww, thank you. And also, like you introduced me to like sending my video to the the Sony staff. It, it's the start of everything, so I'm very grateful. Well, that's awesome. And I yeah, it's it's uh you know if we help each other in this world, life's a little bit easier. <laughs> so that's yeah, an awesome that's yeah. an awesome thing. And and also uh, mm -hmm. also good people too, which is great. Our our, yeah. our band guys that we've played with. Um, in Japan. And when we did South by Southwest, those guys are great too. Great players, nice guys. Um, please tell them I say hello from Las Vegas. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I will. I will definitely will. <laughs> okay. Thank you so much for joining us. And I guess, and Thank people, you so much. you're very welcome. And we will put um, all your information on the podcast link mm -hmm. and on here with so how people can find you. And there, um, I know you, you talk to fans and stuff, so they're welcome to, to message you and, and that kind of thing. It's maybe cool. songwriting, maybe songwriting questions too. That could be fun. Yeah, sure. Like whatever, whatever you want to ask or say. Awesome. Thank you so much, Mayu. I appreciate it. Thank you so much. Talk soon. Thanks for joining us. And please consider subscribing to our podcast and follow us on our social media pages for guest announcements.